0: It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to talkspace.com forward slash boom And to show your support for this podcast, use code BOOM to get $30 off your first month. That's BOOM. Talkspace.com slash BOOM. B-O-O-M. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Locked on Warriors. This is Grant Liffman. And I'm Drew Schiller. And we are here to talk to you about the Warriors five days a week. And today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. And uh, we've told you a little bit about SeatGeek before, but it is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. And
1: you'll talk about SeatGeek more in a little bit, but we are going to start off the pod today by talking about this uh, new Chase Center membership program.
0: Yes, which actually kind of has a little bit to do with SeatGeek if you really think about it. Um, there was some exciting news today. So the Wars unveiled their new membership program, or to other teams, they'll call the PSLs, right? Um, Drew, do you want to break it down a little bit?
1: Yes, so essentially, uh, like you said, uh, the, it is similar to a personal seat license in that basically season ticket holders are being asked, slash it's a, it's a requirement, to make a one-time payment for each seat. The twist is that you are going, it's fully refundable. After 30 years. So, as Monty Poole wrote at NBCSportsBarry.com, it is, in essence, a zero-interest loan to the franchise. So, if you're still confused, basically, uh, the Chase Center is going to have 18,000 seats. And about 12,000 of those are going to be season tickets. And half of those 12,000, so about 6,000... The cost of this membership program is going to be fifteen thousand dollars or less or less, which is a one time payment right then, but
0: you, but it could be you can pay it over time though it doesn't exactly it doesn't have to be, like have a lump to be sum. Right. Yeah. right so you
1: can have uh, you can do it in installments so that's right. then the other six thousand people in this membership program it's going to be way more than fifteen thousand and that's going to be. Right.
0: Based on For, what seats they
1: are. Yeah, I mean, those are going to be your seats that are in the first couple of rows, probably some of the court side seats. So the reason why this is revolutionary is that no other uh, professional sports team is guaranteeing season ticket holders a full refund 30 years later. So uh, Rick Welts, uh, Warriors President, had some quotes to the San Francisco Chronicle And I'm just going to kind of go ahead and read them real quick just in case you are still a little bit uh, confused as to to what's going on. So, And I quote, this is completely unique and you cannot call it a PSL program. What's unique about it, for people who buy a Chase Center membership, you're guaranteed that what you pay is fully refundable at the end of 30 years. You're guaranteed to get 100% back. In terms of safety and certainty about what you're putting your money toward, that's the most unique aspect and where the innovation is. There's never been a team or stadium that's offered that, end quote. Now, he was asked, why is it 30 years? And the response was, right or wrong, that's about the life cycle of an arena. It's the average span. So, Grant, the question to you is, why are the Warriors doing this and why – is it a positive thing for Warriors fans and season ticket holders?
0: Well, to, be, to ask why they're doing it, you know, I, I would like to think that it gives everyone a chance to, you know, it's a lot of money that people are spending and they're hoping that uh, you know, over time with the season tickets that people would have a chance to get their money back so it's not like you know, they're, giving, they're forking over their life to get it. It's not their life savings because their life savings is going to be returned to them. I'm assuming that's a lot of the uh, the, the play behind it. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, I, I if you don't mind me interjecting, I, no, no, I, I think that it's basically the Warriors have acknowledged that they are spending over a billion dollars to build this arena. It is privately yeah. financed. And essentially, um, as I said, a zero interest loan so that it's going to help the ownership be able to pay off the debt on the building earlier than anticipated, and the Warriors' ownership is basically expecting, anticipating, and betting on the fact that 30 years from now, when they need to pay people back, they are going to be so far in the black that it's just not going to matter. They're going to have so much money.
0: And you know, right now, obviously the Warriors are betting on how good they are right now. But you know what ends up happening is with teams like, let's say, the 49ers. What has happened is people paid all this money up front for these PSLs, and then the team has just stunk, and people stop. People stop going to the game, and they feel like they lost all this money, and they're stuck with all these, you know, these tickets, and there's all this debt of of paying for this team that's really not any good. You know, with the Warriors, even if they fall into a trap of not being good for a few years or whatever, you still know you're getting your money back in the end. So it's really not, you know, and even if you, even if you trade away tickets or, or you sell your tickets, you know, that, those, that refund is still coming. So I don't know. I, I think it's a really, it's a goodwill thing to the fans. I, I think it's really cool. Um, it's just another, another example of the Warriors just being innovative toward, in business sense. And trying to, you know, make their fan base know that they they actually care.
1: Yeah. And it really isn't about uh, these season ticket holders selling their individual tickets for games. Um, Right. But just to clarify so let's say the example that the San Francisco Chronicle used in their story was let's say that you paid $10,000 for your membership program. And let's say that you want to sell it. So, basically, you want to relinquish your season ticket membership program and all of the season tickets that, of course, come with that. You cannot sell it for more than $10,000, so nobody is going to be able to profit off of the membership program. Now, of course, you're going to be able to sell your individual game tickets for whatever you can get on the open market, but... The Warriors have promised that let's say you spend $10,000 on that membership program and let's say the Warriors go through a spell of seven years in a row where they're terrible, which is not going to happen, but it could. Um, And then you sell your membership program to somebody for $8,000. 30 years from the day that you bought the membership program, you will get a check for $2,000 from the Warriors to get you back to your uh, money that you spent at the beginning.
0: Yeah, and, you know, obviously the biggest thing that people are going to say is like, well, 30 years is a long time, you know, but. Which it is. It is. It 100% is. Um, but Where are you, know, you going to be 30 years from now, Grant? <laughs> probably getting my refund back for my season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? You got, the, you got that kind of <laughs> yeah. cash right now? You got 15 oh, yeah. grand? To... Oh, Dude, this pod is crushing it for me. Good point. Good um, point. Probably because of SeatGeek. Yeah, you, you got me. That's I, what you I, gonna beat do. You. I beat you to you, it. You got me. All right, tell um, the people about SeatGeek. Okay, I'm going to do it. So buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that is with SeatGeek. It's not As complicated I said before, at all with SeatGeek. No, no, it is not. SeatGeek is the smartest and easiest way to get tickets to live events. Uh, with SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. So, you know, it helps you find the best seats, the best prices, all fully guaranteed, Drew. Now, do you know what's also cool? Tell me. Let me tell you. For all the listeners right now, if you go to SeatGeek and your first purchase, you get $20 off. And that, how do you do it, Drew? Do you want to know how? I think you have to type in some code. There is a promo code, and the promo code is L O N B A, all in caps. That's locked on NBA, so L O N B A in caps. Again, that is caps lock L O N B A, and that will give you twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. And uh, yeah, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence, Drew.
1: Man, that was uh, very well said, and that's Thank what you. you call a call to action. And I'm ready to open up my SeatGeek app.
0: Good. I like it. Okay, so now talk to me about, uh, I believe, Draymond Green and Khalil Mack. Yeah. co- I guess- I don't want to say venture, but like there's a- Oh, Draymond a little... Green is basically
1: just helping his fellow Bay Area athletes <laughs> make some money.
0: Yes. Yes. Explain, Draymond. Yeah,
1: so today uh, on Twitter, news kind of leaked out that Khalil Mack- landed a sponsorship deal with Mack Trucks. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Khalil Mack, uh, he was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year last season. He plays for the Oakland Raiders. He's really, really good at football. Yes. Uh, you obviously know who Draymond Green is. So Khalil Mack, in this little YouTube video for Mack Trucks, said, I got a text from Draymond Green out of the blue one day, and he was like, little bro, you got to be trying to partner with Mack. You should have been on that. And uh, so Khalil Mack says, I texted my guy, and uh, we tried to put it to work. And sure enough, Khalil Mack is uh, going to be kind of the face of Mack Trucks. And there's a great quote also in the YouTube video where Khalil Mack says, every time I'm on that field, it's just a part of my thought process. Like I'm a Mack truck
0: running (laughs) through whoever (laughs) is in front of me. Now that is a promo. I wish I could do some promos for Mack trucks on this, you know? Possible... Um, uh,
1: if yeah, possible.
0: no, Se- SeatGeek's better, though. Oh, 100%. But, I just, you know, <laughs> Mack Truck sounds fun. Um, Maybe you could, you could shop for a Mack Truck on SeatGeek eventually. <laughs> yeah, good point, Drew. Thank you. Uh, well done.
1: Uh, so there was a mural done of Kevin Durant. Yeah, here we go. Bouncing you know. on to the next topic. Boom, I like it. Is that okay? No, that's okay. But we should just probably just for one more second just say how cool is that, that Draymond Green... Is it just like texts athletes and just tells them, "Hey, you should probably do this for uh, for yourself if you want to make some money." And Draymond just doesn't care. It's just like whatever. Hey,
0: they always said he has good court vision. And what did Ron Adams say? You always can read plays before they happen. He sees so the pictures before. He sees the picture. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, well, now that you you know killed my my lead into the Kevin Durant mural. Um, if you haven't had a chance to see it, the, the it's a awesome mural i think it actually might be my favorite one um that uh they have of the warriors have you seen the other ones around oakland true
1: um i kind of have but quick tangent grant do you remember the mural that we made in seventh grade uh middle middle school uh out in front of mr barnes's classroom
0: a hundred percent
1: we like it was he was our science teacher and it was really freaking cool i wonder if it's still there I
0: was just going to ask the same thing. Should we go check it out?
1: We should head down to Burlingame, and we should go on to
0: BIS's campus and see if that mural is still there. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> I, I knew. By the way, if anyone take a shot if you thought that we were going to talk about the mural we did in seventh grade on this pod. Yesterday was
1: David Eckstein.
0: Yeah, and today's yeah, no, our seventh grade mural Yeah. Um, for Mr. Barnes. So, uh, Drew, this mural for Kevin Durant, he seemed pumped about it. It is really cool he
1: it's so the mural is uh, in Oakland uh, the San Francisco Chronicle reporting that it's uh, it's located uh, on the side of a building on Temescal Alley in Oakland near 49th Street and Telegraph Avenue and basically it's just of Kevin Durant soaring towards the rim and dunking and the reason why this is a story is because, uh, Kevin Durant uh, on Tuesday posted a message on his YouTube channel in the community section, which I highly encourage you to go check out sometime because he just, it's just kind of like a stream of consciousness. Whenever he wants to say something, he posted on there. And basically, his comment was winning that chip for, or ship. Do you say chip or ship?
0: I think you say, well, it is chip, but I think, you know, you can say ship.
1: Yeah, because he's basically saying champion ship. Yeah. Uh, winning that ship for the Bay was so goddamn fun. Getting a mural for running that beep up is so damn cool. Town Biz, you know what it is. Love four exclamation points.
0: Grant, you are you are laughing at my storytelling. I just I just I think in his head Kevin Durant had a better vision of how that could
1: be. <laughs> yeah. We should, we should have asked
0: KD to come on the pod so he could <laughs> he could say
1: what he was in his head.
0: I can't get over it. That was the worst. Oh my well, God, thanks, that's, dude. That's, that's uh, why
1: you're a good guy.
0: Oh, my God. So, scary. yeah, there was
1: a mural, or there is a mural in Oakland. This is the hard-hitting stuff we're going to talk about this summer. Uh, on to the next topic, uh, which might be our last topic because yeah. this is going really well. Um, <laughs> so, Grant, remember when LeBron James uh, on Monday – Uh, A report came out that he is apparently very frustrated and concerned about the Cavs offseason and how he is concerned about their ability to compete with the Warriors.
0: Yes, why, Drew? I do remember
1: that. Well, uh, his fellow star backcourt mate, although LeBron's not really a backcourt player, though he kind of is because he's a point guard at times, uh, Kyrie Irving was at the uh, Sports Illustrated Fashionable 50 event in Los Angeles on Tuesday night. And he uh, was asked a couple questions about LeBron's comments, and I'm going to go ahead and read to you what Kyrie said, okay? Go. He said, I understand we're in a very peculiar place. We just have to make sure that all our pieces are aligned first, and then we go from there. It's the summertime, a lot of craziness going on in the NBA. Best to just observe and then see what happens, but obviously there are some things I'm pretty sure our organization wants to do, and we'll go from there. He then also said that we have a great owner.
0: Okay, well... (laughs) uh, What does he mean by they're in a very peculiar place? This is so funny. We were literally talking about a team that many people were picking to beat the Warriors in the finals... They didn't lose anybody. They literally retained everybody. Well, that's not t- entirely true. James Jones <laughs> took <laughs> it, a job with the Phoenix Suns. But like we're like, it's so funny. These these stories coming out are talking as if this team is now like like uh, tanking next year. Like, <laughs> they're still they're gonna be in the finals next year,
1: most likely. They're I would say be, okay,
0: it'll be Boston against them. It, obviously, injuries. You know. is something that can come up well and Kyrie
1: and Kevin Love do have some injury history so you never know okay
0: ignoring injuries for a second it'll be them against Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals I still think the Cavs are able to beat them in a seven game series and then they have the right to get swept by the Warriors in the finals
1: unless the Celtics somehow get Anthony Davis don't sleep on it I agree
0: with you I've been saying that for
1: weeks but yeah so you know, Kyrie is obviously referring to the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers still do not have a general manager. That's so weird. And that uh, Dan Gilbert has once again decided to not retain a general manager who had a very good track record there. Of course, um, there's already lots of speculation about LeBron opting out next summer and leaving. Kyrie and Kevin mm-hmm. Love can both opt out the following summer. So It's
0: just a lot of turmoil for a team that doesn't need to have turmoil right now. Like they, yeah, they,
1: but that's just kind of – I mean this in no disrespect to LeBron because I understand that he's I know. one of the best players ever. I know you're going to say. It
0: kind of surrounds him.
1: There is drama around yeah. LeBron. It's just kind of what happens. Yeah. And a lot of it is not his fault. No, just, no, a lot it of it just isn't his fault. It comes with and, the territory. And
0: let's also be honest, the way he set up his contracts and the way he's been doing it has yep. kind of brought it on himself. That's true. So, um you know if Steph Curry was doing it year by year like that trying to test things out then yeah he would also would be a little bit of drama there so
1: you know yeah the difference is that Curry wasn't in position to do that he signed the four-year deal and now he's locked in well the
0: reason he was in position to do that is because he didn't leave his team
1: hey man touche
0: yeah all right, Drew, this will be fun. We'll, we'll, let's do it again tomorrow, what do you say?
1: Yeah, and uh, once again, thank you to SeatGeek for yes. sponsoring today's pod. Uh, everyone have a, a great Thursday, and we will see you on Friday. I need to rest my hand because I uh, played a lot of ping pong.
0: You did, you did. You some <laughs> you played some great ping pong tonight, Drew.
1: I appreciate that, and that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: Okay. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.